Welcome to the Health Made Simple Community Podcast. Today, I dive into the macronutrient fat and why we need fats and the benefits of them and what are fats, right? Um, fats, I feel like, is starting to shift a little bit until some people are starting to notice that there are more studies coming out that fats are actually beneficial to us. Uh, despise what happened back in the 80s when they pulled fats out of a lot of our food and that actually caused a lot of issues. And I even talk a little bit why I believe that red meat is great for us. I do believe that this red meat, I believe butter, I believe cheese, I believe dairy. These are all part of a full wholesome diet um, and why we do need to include them. So yes, you do want to listen to this one and why I feel like it's a beneficial uh, food source that we can be incorporating into our day-to-day lives and why not work on complete meals and I believe these are part of it. So anyway, I hope you enjoy this one. Let's dive in all about fats. Today I am talking all about fats. Fats are one of the three uh, macronutrients that we consume. So if you know the three main macronutrients is um, when you hear the word macros, so you've got your protein, fat, and carbs. And so I did a podcast, of course, a little bit, uh, probably a month or so ago about protein. And then I also did one all about carbohydrates. And I wanted to get one in here discussing the fats and really diving into kind of like what are fats? Well, how are they beneficial? What do we need to be you know, mindful of when it comes to fats? Um, how much we should, should be consuming? And kind of, I actually have a little bit of a controversial uh, topic around the fat sources and want to dive into all of that today. So one of the things about fats is they're the uh, highest calories per gram. So one of the things with fats, this is why they can get really, um, it's easy to actually overconsume calories alone when you have fats uh, included into your diet. Because like I said, a lot of the, uh, they're very high in calories for the quantity that you were consuming. So for, for example, two tablespoons of peanut butter, I actually probably utilize this a lot, but two tablespoons of peanut butter, not very much, like that's a pretty small serving size, is 190 calories. And you could eat probably, a, not probably, you could eat a whole chicken breast for less calories for that and, you know, get more quantity for what you were consuming. And so once I, like I said, this is just going to be all informational based, but something to start being mindful of when it comes to fats is that this is just kind of the fact of how they operate is they are the highest calories per gram. And so when they are not bad for us, there's definitely tons of health benefits when it comes to fats. And if you kind of were around in, um, you know, the 80s, there was a big fad of low fat diets. And that was kind of like the first first push of it. And I will say things have started to shift already. Like, I would say now it, <laughs> something shifted now to a too much fat consumption. Like, do you remember the, um, I know that people still consume these, is it like the the butter and the coconut oil that are in coffees, forget what they call that. Um, they also are, you know, a lot of people sort of using more and more coconut oil um, and things like that. And so there is a slight shift in the fat world, but I do still feel like there's some um, reservations around it just due to what happened back in the 80s with all the low fat foods. And that push was originally they thought that uh, fat was causing a lot of the heart attacks and that, or heart disease, I should say, heart disease. And that, as we fast forward through time, that actually became a false fact of information. And so now as we're progressing in the food world and changing our foods, they're trying to shift the concept of that. But one of the things, if you'll notice, is if you there are still low fat options, but if you'll notice, I want you to grab like a box of, of course it's all the packaged foods too, <laughs> be mindful of those. But like, for example, like wheat thins, there's regular wheat thins and there's low fat wheat thins, which first of all, I don't know how wheat can be low fat, but uh, to replace 
the fats that they take when they are making these products, they have to add something else to make uh, make up for taste. And usually that comes in the form of sugar. So what happened was when they reduced the fats, they increased the sugar intake to make the food taste better. And then now guess what? Then we had a, now we have a spike in sugar in all of our foods. Um, so be very mindful with the, the uh, food labeling just because it's low fat does not necessarily mean it's healthier and better for us. Um, I would say, especially in the box foods, I'll kind of dive more into those as I discuss more in the fat world, but for the fat world, the fat conversation. Um, but yes, this is kind of what has happened and is, is kind of an effect from that. So let's dive in, first of all, of there are different types of, of fats, right? And so you've heard of saturated fats, you've heard of unsaturated fats, and there's even thing called trans fats. And I want to break these three down in very basic terms for you. So first of all, you have your unsaturated fats. These are the ones that are typically a little bit, you know, more heart healthy forward foods, you know, such as your fish, olives, you got some avocados thrown in there. Um, those are in some nuts would be your like more, they're highly, they're more high dense in the unsaturated fat for heart health. Now, the, and you want to, I should say, sometimes we call these um, a little bit more like the good fats. Let's put in that category. And then there are saturated fats. And this is the one where there's a controversial opinion around this is that saturated fats are more found in your meat, in your dairy products like cheese, butter, your red meats. And I know this is a very controversial concept. And I personally believe, and based on the, some of the information and studies that I have been looking at, that these are also good for us. Um, once again, because they are so high in calories per quantity per gram that we're consuming, we do need to be mindful at the quantity that we're consuming these. But there are very uh, health. These can be also very beneficial for our health um, when it comes to our bodies. Now, the last fat that we need to be really mindful of is the trans fat. That's the one that's in our processed snacks and our cookies and the, the wheat thins that I talked about in our cereals. It's in a lot of boxed pre like processed food. So that's the one you want to be mindful of more so than your saturated or unsaturated fats. Um, like I said, one of the things, especially when it comes to um, kind of looping back to our saturated fat conversation is you've probably been told by the doctor like saturated fats can increase your risk for heart disease and things like that. So you need to reduce your butter, cheese, uh, red meat consumption. And like I said, the information and studies that I have been looking at and been reading and researching is that there's actually no direct correlation between this and heart disease. And I, if you can, if you want to you disagree with that i i am all you know i'm open and i'm open to have a conversation about that but i truly do believe because those it, i also like to look at this in the in the mind frame of those foods are coming from animal sources they're like directly from the animal source so like i said this is obviously cheese is coming from an animal source obviously the meat is a direct animal source etc and I believe that when foods come directly from animal sources or plant sources, they are generally good for us. It's when we start processing the foods, such as your cookies, your cereals, your crackers, etc. That's the foods that are actually causing us more health issues more so than the foods that are coming directly from plants or animals. So this is where I am a big believer that red meat is phenomenal for us. I believe that butter can be good for us. Once again, all of these need to be in variety and limitation not limitation, but being mindful of the quantity we're consuming because they are much more high. Like a, a eight ounce steak 
I should have looked this up. I forget what the calorie consumption is, but it's a lot higher calorie. Um, your steak is higher in calories than a chicken breast, right? Because there's also fats that are incorporated in there. Whereas your chicken breast typically doesn't have fat. And that's another big reason why the chicken breast is lower in calories because there's no fat on it. So yes, fats and animal fats can be really beneficial for our health. They also provide lots of different nutrients. So um, yeah, if you, I'd love to open up a conversation if anybody has any thoughts around that, but I am very pro, um, saturated fats. If you, you know, disagree, I, I understand as well. So let's dive into like what fats do to the body. So besides the three that I talked about, the saturated, unsaturated, and trans is we, um, it, fat is also another fuel source for the body. Remember proteins, fats, and carbs, all the macros are all fuel sources and they all provide benefits. Um, one of the other benefits with fats is they help absorb vitamins into our body and they help even build our cell membrane. So there's a, there's a reason why we need a good balance of fats into our diet and variety is king when it comes to this. So make sure, and this actually goes for all macros, is providing a variety, a variety of different fats into your, um, into your diet are very beneficial to help all of these areas. Another great one is also, yes, it does help us store energy. Um, it helps keep us fuller longer. Fats take a long time to break down just like protein does. And so it helps that satiation factor when it comes to, if we're trying to work on just eating less, fats can help with this. Um, be mindful of always going full, like a higher fat, low carb. I'm going to talk about the quantity that we should be consuming. So make sure you listen to that one because a lot of women will typically go towards high fat, low carb diets. Um, and I know that all derived around the keto diet. Um, there's even one that's out there called the carnivore diet, which is interesting. <laughs> I have not, I don't know enough about it, but obviously it's mainly a meat diet. Um, but that, that's one of the benefits with fat is it can help, help us stay fuller longer. Um, but I will be diving deeper into that as you continue a little bit on, on the episode. And then lastly, not least, it does help produce hormones and help balance out our hormone panel. That's why we need all of those macronutrients. This is why we need protein. This is why we need fats. And this is why we need carbohydrates is our body operates. As you can tell, the hormones, cells, all of this, they work together as like your body is a, is a system that needs all of these sources to work together in order to operate at its best ability, right? And when I say best, like feel good, have energy, you know, do all the things that our body does when it feels good, right? So what are some of the foods that are highest or really high quality fats that I encourage? So first of all is obviously fish is phenomenal. Um, salmon does have really high, if you get a uh, diet really high in omega-3s, this is really ph phenomenal um, to incorporate. So of course, salmon is one of those. Not that white fish can't provide it, but it's not as high. Uh, but fish is a really good resource for um, high quality fats. Avocados are also another great one to incorporate in there. Um, and also some of your oils. Uh, the, uh, the oils though, like some sources say that like a lot of plant-based oils can be healthy, but you've got to be mindful of some of them because some of them become too processed. So like, um, so my go-to, I should say, is olive oil, coconut oil, and avocado oil are really great oils to be incorporating into your um, diet. And I actually just read somewhere, which I think this is a great... Uh, thing to incorporate with cooking. So if you're trying to watch the quantity, like I said, because a tablespoon of olive oil, oh gosh, I actually don't know, the, but it's a pretty high quantity of calories in there. So if you're trying to reduce a little bit of calorie consumption, 
Oils are one of the things I actually recommend individuals starting to uh, reduce of because they are so um, high in calories. But uh, a really great tip on this is instead of pouring, say you're sauteing chicken or something on um, the stovetop. So instead of putting pouring oil or spraying oil um, onto the onto the pan, is to actually put it onto a um, oh gosh, what's the little thing that you like paint the oil on? There's a name for that. <laughs> One of the kitchen t- kitchen tools of that is basically dip that into the oil, brush the oil onto the chicken breast or whatever you're utilizing, and then saute it that way. I think that's a really good way to um, be mindful of how much you're dumping in there because we're not, you know, how many of you are actually measuring out how much oil is going into the pan. I mean, I'm going to be honest, I don't ever measure it. So that can creep up on calories without us even knowing. Um, I went on a side tangent there. So let's go into the other high quality fats. Of course, nuts are phenomenal. Um, any type of nuts, you could grab a handful of those. When eating nuts, make sure you are measuring them out. Make sure you get a pre-packaged. Uh, they already make like uh, pre or uh, single serving packaged with mixed nuts, which is really nice. Once again, because if you are, you know, if you love almonds, roasted almonds are delicious. I am with you. It's very easy to overconsume with these. Cheese is phenomenal as well. Yes, I'm throwing this into the mix. Um, some and butter as well is another decent resource. Chia seeds are also another great actually fat source that we can incorporate. So be mindful with the chia seeds because I know there's a lot of chia seed like not diets, chia seed um, food dishes that are coming out or recipes is the word. Sorry, recipes that are coming out. And so we got to be mindful with the quantity of chia seeds if you something you consume a lot of. But at the end of the day. The high quality, like your quality is more important than quantity when it comes to fats. So this is why we have to pick really high quality fats. And I'll be honest, and I've I've talked about this with food before, fats are actually one of the sources I try to buy at the highest quality of of all my food sources. I'm not going to lie. So like my butter that I buy, I try to buy um, Kerrygold butter is my favorite butter. Um, so it's grass-fed uh, butter. There's other ones that I have sampled, but Kerrygold just always seems to be my favorite. Um, same thing when I incorporate some um, milk and stuff like that. I always try to go high. I actually do high. I do whole milk, whole fat milk, um, but I always buy organic in that regards. My eggs, I get really mindful with those as well um, because I want a high-quality resource on the the fats that are in the eggs or the egg yolks, which are phenomenal. And... Um, cheese as well. So basically my dairy products are the things that I always go for high quality and organic more so than any other food source that I'm consuming just due to, because quality does, this is one of the few food food groups that quality becomes more important than quantity because of the fact that how high calorie based this is. I know I'm saying this a lot, but I'm going to be diving in and kind of give you a range of how much you, you should be consuming based on your lifestyle. And your lifestyle plays a huge role on how much fat you should be consuming. So let's let's go right into there. How much should you be eating? So the range, it goes honestly anywhere from like 20 to 70% of your diet can get into is going to be of fats. This is a good range. We, of course, need fats. Um, oh, oh my goodness. I didn't include the fact that uh, fats are very healthy for brain health. There's a big uh, study about brain health and fat. So this is why we need fats is for our brain. <laughs> um, it's a very important uh, uh, macro that we need to be including. So anywhere from 20 to 70. So one of the things that um, I've learned recently, which I find this really fascinating, like I said, most females have a tendency to go high fat, high protein, low carb diet. 
when listen to this, <laughs> okay? Like I said, lifestyle and personality trait is going to be very important to this. If you are a higher stress individual, if you have a high stress job, if you just have a lot of stress or maybe you are working out a lot, maybe you do lots of high training, guess what? You actually need to be in the lower percentage of the lower of the fat scale. You need honestly anywhere from 20 to 30% if high stress is on your plate. Yes, I'm repeating this. If you are high stress, if you are a stressful person, if you have a stressful job, if life is just very stressful, if you're doing high volumes of training and exercise, you need to reduce your fat. Now, you're probably like, why? Why would I need to reduce my fat, Casey? I'm moving a lot, right? And you just said there's importance. There's a good thing with fat provides a lot of health benefits. And yes, I'm not telling you, of course, to eliminate fats. I am telling you that we need a lower fat percentage and actually higher carbohydrate higher carbohydrate consumption. And the reason this is has to do with the fact with the stress on the body. It all goes back to stress and cortisol levels and all of those things. And because fat is so hard to break down into our body, once again, it can't break, it does break it down, but it takes a while for your body to break this down by you were adding, it's more stressful on the body to break down fat sources than it is carbohydrates. And your body, when it's under stress, mental, physical, whatever that is, it actually needs more carbohydrates because those are fast acting sources of energy, whereas fat is not a fast source of energy. I hope this all is making sense. So this is why if you are higher stress, physically, mentally, whatever that is, if you feel like you're holding on stress, if you know you have a higher stress personality, not, I had a client last night say, Casey, tell me how to fix stress. That's a great question, right? (laughs) Um, Once again, personality, unfortunately, gets driven in or gets looped into that one. Um, And then we just get outside stresses. Obviously, outside stressors, life stressors. Maybe you're in a really stressful time of your life. Maybe you have really young kids. This is a really stressful time of life. I've been there. Um, you need to have less fat. And when I say less, you want to aim, um, honestly, anywhere from like 30 to 40% is probably a good percentage uh, for that. Okay. If you are less stress, so if you're not training a lot, um, if you're kind of a laid back individual, you can consume higher fat. Okay. So you, there is a time and a place for each of these. So if you, um, obviously you're doing low carb. This is also great. Remember when Ramers just talked about the higher stress person needs actually more carbohydrates to fuel their body more. They need the faster fuel because the, the low fat takes a long time to, or the higher, the fat that you have in your diet, it's causing more stress onto the body and it needs faster fuel sources. If you're a lower stress person, guess what? You don't need as many carbohydrates because you don't need that fast acting, um, energy right away. So it can handle a higher fat percentage. You can even handle 50 to 70%. This is where keto diets can be beneficial for some depending on your lifestyle and personality. Yeah, I am looping personality into your diet. <laughs> um, so be so mindful with this. Like I said, most women that I talk to are always aiming for the low carb low carbohydrate diet because we feel like less carbs, we lose weight. I'm not saying that it doesn't work, but it doesn't work long term. So be very mindful. At the end of the day, you're like, Casey, I don't feel like I'm stressed. I don't feel like I'm low stress. I might be in the middle. Great. Aim anywhere from 30, you know, you go 30 to 50. 
when I say 30 to 50% of your calories from fat, that's what you want to start aiming for um, when you are starting to look at the fat sources that you're eating. So if you're tracking, yes, you, you know, there's a way to do this, um, to incorporate this into your diet is like I said, the percentage of calories, say you're eating a 2000 calorie diet. This is just a complete example. And you want to, if you're just a person in the middle, aim for, you know, 30 to 50% of your calories actually come from fat. If you're a person in the middle, if you are a higher stress person, you are going to aim for 20 to 30%. And if you are a low stress person slash low stress lifestyle, then you can honestly aim from 50 to 70%. That's going on percent of fats into your diet. So that's the quantity that you really need to focus on um, when it comes to fats. So quick recap here. There's three sources of fats, the saturated, unsaturated, and trans fat. And the one that we really need to be the most mindful of is the trans fats because those are the ones that are coming from our more boxed processed foods. Watch out for those. If you were consuming a lot of foods with trans fat, I would just slowly start to eliminate that or reduce the quantity that you're consuming of those because that cause a lot of issue that can cause a lot of um, issues. Um, by increasing your cholesterol levels into your into your diet, whereas the other saturated and unsaturated, they're all from animal sources and plant sources, which are phenomenal. And they can obviously, once again, fat is a fuel a fuel source. It helps brain health. It helps our hormone levels. It helps our cell membranes, etc. Um, there's a lot of benefits with fat, so do not be fearful of utilizing fat because there are some we need fat in our diets, right? We definitely need it. And um, like I said, make sure you focus on quality over quantity. If I could say anything, quality over quantity when it comes to fats. So I hope this one was helpful for you. Um, like I said, I want to keep this as um, basic terms as possible, just as if you're having a conversation, because most people don't understand the full science behind it. And I'm not going to lie. I don't know the full science in and outs of fats either or of all the macros, because I like take the information, I'll absorb it, and I want to try to... Uh, relay the information so that, you know, my kids can understand it. I've actually talked about all the macros with my kids. I've been talking with them about protein, fats, and carbs. And if you can explain it to a child, then that's kind of a good way to, to go about with conversations. So but I don't like to get too sciencey. I like to keep things simple, hence the title Health Made Simple, right? <laughs> um as always, if you have any questions or if you have any comments or anything, I'd love to hear your feedback on this. You can reach me on Instagram at casey.curo or my website, caseycuro.com. And as always, to help spread the word with this, uh, with my podcast, to help it grow, you could share it. This is These are all free ways to help my podcast grow. Share, um, make a comment, not comment, a review. I would love any um feedback in that regard just to help the the podcast keep growing to spread the word of health because yes health has gotten so complicated I want to keep it super simple anyway have a fantastic rest of your day